0: The WIFA team is proud to bring you WIFA Waves. Hi, my name is Lindsay Rainwater, the founder and chief executive officer of the Women in Fitness Association. At WEFA, we believe that storytelling has a magical way of connecting us all. WIFA Waves is the podcast devoted to the sound waves of your career, the voice of our global community.
1: Welcome to today's episode of Weepa Waves. Um, it's Jennifer hosting today, and today I am talking to Tribe, the Tribe team, and uh, we're going to talk about their company, uh, the importance of strong female role models, maybe we'll talk about purpose, women in leadership, and the fitness industry today, and the big impact that they're planning on this International Women's Day. Joining us on this panel are uh, Chrissy Ungrove, Charlotte Jacquemin, please tell me if I say your name wrong, I'm uh, always open for improvement, Carrie Print, Rachel Moran, Anna Malero, and Natasha Gardner. Welcome to Weep (laughs) Away. So uh, let's start with your introduction so I'll go ahead and call on you so that there's no um, there's no confusion can you tell me a little bit about who you are where you're from where you live now what you're doing on the on the tribe team and something about you that surprises people so we can put Kirsty on the hot seat first <laughs> I knew that was coming yeah <laughs>
2: uh, Yep. Yeah, so my name is Kirsty. so I look after brand marketing etc at tribe and I'm also a global ambassador for wefa and um, so I know Jennifer very well and um, where I'm from originally is actually where I am now so I'm from just outside Manchester um, I'm actually from Oldham but prefer to say Manchester um, and what might surprise people about me is that I'm an identical twin and I
1: love whiskey oh and you love whiskey whiskey love it okay that that is surprising <laughs> like that's That's probably the liquor that makes me not want to swallow. (laughs) Wonderful. Uh, Rachel, can I pick on you next?
3: I knew that was coming. Um, So I'm Rachel. I am from Manchester and I live in Manchester. I am a group financial controller, so a numbers geek at Tribe. Um, And probably something that surprises people is I was a massive tomboy growing up, so I was Playing rugby, football with the lads, and then somehow decided to become a little bit more girly as I got older.
1: I love, I love these questions because I, I get visual immediately, and I can just uh, imagine you like on the on the pitch going for it. <laughs> thank you so much, Rachel. Anna.
4: Hi, thank you. Well, my name is Anna. I'm from Spain. I'm originally from the north, but I'm living in Madrid and I'm the head of design for Tribe. And something about me, um, maybe I can look super like quiet, but in reality, I'm the opposite of quiet. And that's basically what's surprised people.
1: A, 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 a bait and switch extrovert. <laughs> it's She's just when people, when people are like, this is the shy girl in the corner. You're like, oh no, mm-hmm. here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Natasha. Hello,
0: so um my name's Natasha. I'm from um Bronze Grove but living in Sheffield. Um my role within Tribe is the UK operations manager. And I guess something that surprises people, I'm quite a competitive person, so I love competitive sports. I used to do rowing for four years and I've got a level two boat, boat license.
1: Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you and definitely be interesting to see you on the water. Wonderful. Thank you. Carrie, you're next.
5: Uh, so I'm Kerry. I'm from Kidderminster, um, but now live in Manchester. So I am the EA to Kevin Yates and the, the board of directors here at Tribe. Um, probably not something that surprises people, but more um, just an interesting fact. My best friend bought me um, a square foot plot of land in Scotland and in Scotland, if you're a landowner, you can use the title lady. So technically I'm Lady
1: Kerry. Okay. Can I, can I do that for the rest of this podcast, Lady Carrie?
5: By all means. Oh, wonderful.
1: <laughs> wonderful. I will definitely do that. Thank you so much. And uh, Charlotte.
6: Hi everyone. I'm Charlotte. Um, I'm the senior marketing manager at Tribe. I look after uh, operate uh, marketing operations for Tribe, work very closely with Natasha and Kirsty. Um, something that surprises people: um, I've actually I used to play ice hockey on the national women's team in Belgium, and I've been playing for 15 he- years. Oh, and um, I'm a little bit of an international um <laughs> i've lived all over the world um, but my mum's italian my dad's belgian and now i live in manchester I,
1: I love i love those interesting combinations that's just that's wonderful and now i'm imagining you on the ice and racial on a rugby field this is uh and, and natasha on the on the water this is fantastic okay thank you for letting us get to know a little bit more about you um So, Kirstie, tell us, tell our listeners a little bit more about Tribe, about the company, like we didn't know anything about it. So introduce us.
2: Okay, cool. So Tribe is a very fast growing, very global, all of a sudden business. So we've got, um, we basically do boutique fitness. So we have a class-based, super industrial looks, very shareable boutique fitness concept. Um, that we've rolled out into most of our stores actually at the moment are in the UK or in Spain, but we're also in China, Finland. We have locations sold across the Benelux, so we're very excited for Tribe Amsterdam, um, and we're also got sort of very advanced conversations in places like the States. So we'll be very, we'll be a bit closer to our Weefer colleagues in the in the future. Um, but what we do basically is a 45 minute HIIT class. That's a high intensity interval training class. Um, fully tracked with heart rate monitors, so um, there's nowhere to hide, but you can see your results live. Um, and we've got three zones, so you basically go from treadmills uh, to resistance, which is like decks, dumbbells, floor-based floor, by, floor training, uh, right through to intensity, which is the just the worst of all three zones because it's an air bike zone. Um, but again, uh, the really cool thing about Tribe, and um, I know this is one of the things I've discussed with WeFA in the past, is our aim is to be super inclusive. Uh, so we're not about having a really like elitist workout that people go to and say I'm not sure that's for me or I'm not sure I'm going to be accepted it's all about um effort level so it's about what you put in so what you put in you get back essentially and we're all about uh communities so it's all about bringing people together we do a lot of parties because tribers that's what we call our customers we call them tribers uh they love parties and um, so obviously over lockdown over covid we were like a lot. We had a lot of virtual parties, which are not the same, yeah. um, but it was all about keeping people together. Um, community kind of sits at the heart of what we do, um, and it's one of the reasons we're actually so excited that, um, and I know we'll come on to this later in the conversation, uh, that WEFA is part of our International Women's Day networking event, um, which is a really another really cool way that we'll be bringing uh, some of the amazing women in our community and in our team together to celebrate a very
1: important day of the year. Absolutely. And like what I, what I love about Tribe, first of all, is that it's coming closer to me. I'm in Rotterdam and you're going to have a location in Amsterdam. So that means I can experience it um, myself, but I love the, the connected fitness aspect of it because <clears throat> the, you you can't hide from it. And it it's not personal. It's about literally what you're showing up with in a, in a workout. And I think I think that that's really cool because it levels the playing field for everyone. My zone is my zone. Your zone is your zone. And, you know, we can all see if we're working within it. So that's, uh, that, that's really cool. And the, when you're putting in the kind of effort that you have to put in in a high intensity workout, you do build community, community (laughs) because you look beside you at the person who's like also in the sweat pool on the floor. And you're like, we did this. Yes, we did. there there's nothing that builds uh builds community faster than um than a good, than a good workout for sure okay so actually i'll uh uh i, I wanted to know kirstie how did kevin find out about wefa because kevin reached out to me on linkedin um to make sure that we connected uh so that so that tribe would get really involved with WIFA. Do you know that backstory?
2: Uh, uh, do you know, I think it's a little bit of serendipity, actually, because um, I came across WIFA in 2019. And I think okay. Jennifer, we had a brief sort of like encounter at yeah. the HFF, which is the sort of opening day of FIBO. Um, Because I saw Emma Barry, I think, was comparing the whole event, so she was presenting, and uh, uh, one of the things she did, and I I remember saying it to Kevin when I met him a year later, uh, one of the things she did was she said, um, there was an audience of people obviously at EHFF, and she said, okay, I want everybody who's a female in the audience or um, identifies as a female to stand up, Um, and it was about, it was less than one in 10 people were stood up in the room at that time, and I remember thinking that it, it, it's shocking. It's shocking to, you kind of know it, but it's shocking yeah. to see it in that sort of, it's very stark. Um, and I remember having a conversation with her afterwards about ways to get involved. And she gave me like a very, a very brief overview. Um, and then I think Kevin saw some of your content on LinkedIn. It's the only oh, way yeah. I've been able to solve uh, that. Not, mystery. That history. Yeah. And he did, um, Kerry will know this really well. She spends a lot of time with Kevin. He did the thing where he's like already done something when he tells you about it. So he, uh-huh. he messaged me saying, I'd love to connect you with Jennifer. And I said, oh, that, you know, I think I have actually met her before. And he said, I've done it. I've, I've messaged her. <laughs> I've it.
1: um, so it's already think, done.
2: Yeah, it's done. It's done, <laughs> which is classic Kevin. And so I think he was just, because he and I had been talking a lot about um, he's very passionate, which is a great thing about a really equal workforce. He wants more women in senior leadership. Like it's something that's very important to him. So I think he kind of saw it and was like, I think there's a, there's a real partnership there, starting with making sure we have representation yeah. uh, to support WIFA. So that's kind of the backstory is one step
1: ahead of me. No, <laughs> so that it it was it was really great. And I have to say, it was it's the only Tribe is the only company that has reached out to me in that way. Like there, there have always been women within companies that are like, I I I I saw WIFA, I would like to get involved. But um, uh, to, to have a, a CEO say, okay, I need my company participating in this, that was, that was really unique and, and really special. And, you know, it's, it's a small fitness world. So really, really cool. Like, I, I remember you, Kirstie, from when you were on stage on the EHFF, I was just like, okay, I'm watching a firecracker right now. So uh, I, I think that that was... And is, is, is the beautiful origin story of, of WEFA and Tribe. And, and since then, the whole team has really gotten involved. And I'd, I'd say there's only a handful of companies worldwide that, are, that have gotten invested in WEFA like, like Tribe has. So I, I think that that's something, of course, I'm really happy about and, and proud of but like, how has it been for, for you guys as a, as a team? Because you've, you've done a program together as a team, you've completed the, the LEAD program. So that's uh, Leadership Through Elevation Awareness and Discovery. Uh, what has that been like for you guys to come together as a group? And I, can, I will take anybody's answer. So Charlotte, mm-hmm. you're coming off mute. <laughs>
6: Yeah, I was just going to say, I I joined Tribe not long, it feels feels a lot longer than it is, but I joined Tribe in July and I actually moved to Manchester on my own. um, So I didn't really know a lot of people and and the company was brand new as well as the city. And I think what the programme really helped us is learn a lot more about each other and bring us a lot closer together, um, kind of give us a common ground, which is really strange thinking that we're all talking about our own personal experiences, but it gives us a little bit more of a common ground when it comes to um, oh, maybe some of us were like, oh, are you ready to present this or are you doing that? And it opened a lot of conversations about things that maybe we were, um, we didn't know how shy, not shy, but maybe not as forthcoming about how we feel or uh, about us or talking about ourselves um, as we thought we would. And I think it started a lot of really great conversations. I
1: I think the exploration of you as a person is such a, is, is such a huge and wonderful topic to start to invest in. And I think you bring up a really good point. Like once, once we're asked to talk about ourselves, like it doesn't feel normal or natural or, or easy. It's like, uh, wait a second, (laughs) almost anybody else I can talk about, but when it comes to me, uh, maybe not so much. So the, the first phase of the LEAD program, uh, you, you go through like this, this self-analysis uh, and, and you take the Enneagram test. Do, do any of you remember your top Enneagram score? Uh, Anna? Yeah. I remember. <laughs> you remember, what was your top one?
4: I think it was the helper. Okay. Um, the enthusiastic.
1: And the enthusiast, yeah. Yeah, sorry. I'm I'm the opposite. I'm enthusiast, a challenger helper. So like it totally makes sense to me now. But it, it's it's such a strange thing reading about yourself on a on a sheet of paper and you're like, yes, yes, yes. Oh dear. It's
2: a bit, it's a bit scary, isn't it? You're
1: like, okay, yeah. but there she is. <laughs> anybody anybody else? Do I do I have any individualists or achievers
2: was my first one loyalist was my second one but they were like basically the same because I was expecting loyalist to be first to
1: be okay loyalist achiever okay this makes this makes sense Rachel Um,
3: challenger reformer and loyalist were all like the same at the top which sounds about
1: right for me (laughs) yeah I mean this is this is a group of people you don't necessarily want to have a long debate with (laughs) Okay. And then the, the other part of the LEAD program is, is to start exploring your, your purpose. And we talked a little bit about this before. It's not necessarily about finishing your purpose statement, but, but about understanding the journey that is going to take you. Um, to finding your purpose statement, and I shared with with you before, like for me, that was like an active year of work. And in the end, I I engaged a, a coach to really help refine it. Can Can you share where you are in your in your purpose work journey, and and maybe the next steps that you want to to take? Kirsty's the only one off mute, and then Natasha.
0: Oh, okay, so John again. No, you go task as i, was gonna say, I was gonna say. look for me as well i think the the whole kind of program and experience is, is with everything that happens from like a you know daily tasks that you need to complete and i think doing those kind of really help you grow and understand you know what your wins are the day what's not gone well for the day and i think um totally from what you say jennifer i think for me it's I'm still working towards my end statement because, like you said, it is quite a lot of active working and, and focus towards it, and I'm probably still going through that to say that I'm in a position where I've got a really clear one right now if that makes mm-hmm. sense
2: yes, yes well i mean i I know we spoke briefly um yeah. ahead of this call as a bit of a briefing mine's definitely a work in progress, um but actually one of the coolest slash most disarming parts of the process was um and everyone on the call might remember it's the story sharing when you sort of like you have the um it's like 10 questions to go through um and they're like they are intense questions and quite deliberately so I think like what's a moment when you realised your life would never be the same again and all that kind of stuff and I joined um which is really really cool a girl that was in the in the US and we we'd never really spent any time together before we were on the program so we were you know we were in the um sort of we for networking area, like liking each other's comments and sharing stuff, but we're not really talked face to face. And then we were on the call just telling each other the like the most personal things about ourselves, which I was like, oh, this is going to be so intense. But actually I learned a lot about her and she was really cool. And, and we did that sort of play, we do a, a playback of each other's like what we've learned about each other. And again was like completely uncanny for me what she said. Um, and then I sort of I gave my feedback to her, just like oh I've never thought about it that way, but she was like really illuminated by it. So it was a I found it a very intense experience, but in a really positive way, if that makes sense. So I kind of want to craft that learning and some of my own observations into my um, what is a very draft purpose statement at the moment. <laughs> no, I
1: mean I think that's that's the there's there's two parts of that equation that it are it is super important. One is uh, giving yourself a moment to own your stories and hearing yourself say it out loud, and then when you have a neutral party that really doesn't know anything about you, like they have no bias, so as long as that as long as that um, atmosphere is safe for you to to really be a sounding board for each other, you get the most pure feedback um, in, in return, which is really cool. I want to ask Lady Carey about her experience.
5: (laughs) Oh, I got away with that one. (laughs) I think it's just, um, again, reiterating really what Charlotte said It's it's nice to kind of work together as a team. Obviously I I started Chibing in in 2019. So I've seen the company grow from nine people to what it is now. Um, I've actually just looked at our statistics. We've got 120 fem- one hundred and twenty females in our business over the whole company and 43 males. So we are dominating <laughs> tribe, which is yes, amazing. Um, and it's just great to get to know the, the, the senior team a, a, a lot closer and, and work together probably better because we've done this program together.
1: That's that's so good. Anybody else want to share? And if, if not, I'm, I will move to our, our next section. We're good. Okay. So I want to talk about female role models. Um, because we, we are where we are because of the, the women who have inspired us in our lives. So I was wondering if um, you could share your most important female role model growing up and why she was your female role model so I'll start with Rachel hey this is
3: coming to me um, so I probably have a different view on kind of female role models I've always been surrounded by kind of strong females in my family and my mom and my sister are quite strong females but for me it's taking myself as a role model and trying to be a better person than I was yesterday so my goal in life is always to kind of one-up myself on yesterday, whether it's a little thing like helping someone open a door or the girls or no, But like if I trained in the gym four times last week, this week I've at least got to do four. I've at least got to match the person I was yesterday or be better than her. So I guess my goal comes from trying to be a better version of me than like looking up someone, if that makes sense.
1: No, that I, I think that's great. Like the starting, starting from within is a, is a wonderful place to reflect from. Anna? Um, I'm
4: thinking similar one, like like Rachel basically. I think if you want to be creating something, you need to push yourself really hard, and you need to have discipline. And that's exactly where I am as well. Uh, maybe I'm not doing the workouts four times per week, but I'm doing yoga maybe three times per week and on one workout, like try workout or two. And every week you need to be better and get better with yourself. So I think for to be in the senior role, you need to prove yourself and, and see that you are growing every day and have a lot of passion. Yes. Be
1: passionate, basically. Yeah. Wonderful. Charlotte?
6: Um, I think quite similarly to Rachel and Anna, Um, because I, I grew up in a really Ever-changing environment. I was moving a lot, and um, I didn't have a lot of stability or a lot of people to um, look up to. I think one of the main people that I always look up to as a woman is my mom and um, mm-hmm. just because she um, sacrificed a lot for the family um, and always was very honest and and told me truths that maybe <laughs> I didn't always want to hear. Um, but I think I've met a lot of really influential women um, along my career. You know, especially. Kirsty, sorry you know meeting Kirsty and, and working for Kirsty, she's been such a mentor to me since I started Tribe and I think definitely up there with role model but I think the best thing about Kirsty as well is that she pushes you to be a better self Um, so I totally agree with Rachel and 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 Anna is that I, I see myself and it changes every day you know the type of role model that I want to be the way that I look at people that I value I want people to look at me that way one day as well so I think that really pushes me to be the best version of myself and there's a lot of work to do I know
1: no oh, that's I, I, I love your answers and I love the common thread that I'm hearing through them Natasha
0: um I guess I feel the same you know as, as what's been said and the only thing I'd like to add um kind of extra is that I think you know me and Charlotte were talking this morning About who? Oh, who's your kind of role model female? We and we were saying that we don't have necessarily one. And I said, you know, a lot of people we work with day to day. You know, everybody on this call, like like Rachel said, do inspire us to be better, want to work harder, and be better. You know, better yourselves. And I think a lot of you know people at Tribe and all the that who I personally work really close with do 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 inspire me every day. To be honest, and that's why so much I do love working for, for Tribe.
1: Wonderful, uh, Lady carrie This is my favorite. I, mean, so thing I, could, I could get, I
5: could get used to me. Um, I'm from a, a very strong female family, so my mummy's one of three. Um, I've got a sister. Uh, my sister's now uh, broken that cycle by having a boy uh, and a girl, um, but they inspire me every day uh, my auntie um, who sadly isn't with us anymore just her her fight and her and her passion for when she wasn't well was just incredible and it just makes you realize that anything is possible um, if you just believe in yourself
1: yep wonderful love love those strong female backgrounds they they give you a strong female backbone Kirsty.
2: I'm so glad you didn't come to me after Charlotte so I was a bit, <laughs> a bit <emotional.
1: laughs> spread that out
2: <laughs> like thanks for giving me a minute uh no I think um like you said there's common themes so um I'm from a female family so I don't know my dad so I grew up with my mom she had identical twins when she when she got pregnant when she was 18 and she gave birth when she was 19 so um she's like a tough really strong lady and she worked yeah. she's worked so hard for me all my life so she's probably my biggest influence and then um my twin sister who was like um a slightly more considered more like uh she worries a little bit more than me um, and she's most recently she's kind of pushed herself out of her comfort zone she went back to uni as retrained as a lawyer and she's probably the smartest coolest um, and bravest person that I know so they're kind of my two people uh, but actually there's a lot of um I just probably wanted to give a shout out to Kevin as well on this call, because I've had great female leaders. Like for most of my time in my last role, I had this awesome female leader. She was amazing. Um, but Kevin is a is a leader who believes in women and he believes in finding the right person for the job. Yeah. And he doesn't look, there's not a lot of bias in Kevin is, is my feeling. I was always kind of like very inspired by his vision. He's very much who he is. Um, and he's brought all these women on this call. He's like believed in us and found us and um, given us the platform to be amazing at Tribe. So even though he's not a female role model, I just wanted to give him a shout out on the on the call.
1: No, I was I was really reflecting like on, on my uh, my contrast versus versus your team because I can imagine if you get to to wake up and and work in a team where you can see yourself and other people and you're continually inspired by other people, then that, then that changes that, that really shifts things. Then, then you can say, I'm, I'm looking from within. I, I like, I, I uh, am, a, am a bit older um, and I, I definitely did grow up in the, in the rooms of me being the only woman sitting in the room. And that, that was definitely a, a different feeling. Um, it, th- there was just not a, a lot of safety and comfort and, and you did really, or I did really have to like, look for, okay, wh- what do I, what do I need to model to keep on growing in this, in this industry? So that, that's actually a nice bridge to the, to the next question, because like, we've definitely made steps as a sector. And I think, Tribe is a great example of steps that have been made, but we're definitely not there yet. We've got some <laughs> some steps to go. What do you think we have to do as a sector to get more females in, in, um, in leadership positions? You can just come off mute and, and contribute if you've got a passionate answer. <sighs> Kirstie, I see you.
2: Yeah, I'm, you know I'm even passionate.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure.
2: Uh, So I think for me, there's, there's two things. I think um, I did a a recent sort of empowering women in fitness podcast with people like Rachel Young from my zone, who is just an amazing person as well. There's, there's two things. I think there's um, just normalizing, being able to talk about um, inequality, being able to talk about moments when you've been treated differently um, or moments when you felt like harassed or discriminated against or um, objectified or any of that kind of stuff. Cause I feel that people are not comfortable to speak up um, so I think if there's if more people can share their stories which probably sounds a little sort of um, like it's been said before um, but Rachel shared her story on that and um, as part of that conversation she was very open and it it kicked off like a chain of everybody sort of speaking about um things that have happened to them or the way they felt and I um, and I remember a couple of my male colleagues called me after the the call to say well I would never have known that you felt that way or that Rachel felt that way so sharing is a, a huge part of it and um, and then i think for us it's about um training and development pathways particularly and we're very passionate about it in tribe and um, because i don't I and mean, i've spoken to kevin about this i want to make sure that women have the platform to go into any role that they want at tribe because typically there are um facets of the organisation that are more female so for example marketing is pretty, <laughs> it's about 14 of us and we're all girls at the moment to be honest and um, but it's, it's it's a creative um profession so it attracts females and yeah. um, but we're doing things like making sure people get um experience driving the bottom line and managing P&Ls and um, we're working on training for our unconscious bias or conflict management or things that intrinsically sometimes not all women it's not a broad brush statement but we're not always great at stuff like that we're less likely to put a hand up for promotion we're less likely to ask for mentorship when we need it so um for me that's key but I'd want um I'd love for more organizations to be doing it because it's it's still uh, in its infancy, I think.
1: Yeah I think just to just a loop back to uh, people sharing their experiences, i think I think that's a big key, but I think the hardest thing is is to expect kind of the and, and I'm using a very strong word here. Um, because sometimes it, it, it is that word, and sometimes it's a, a dialed-down version. But it's hard to expect victims to come forward without a really great amount of of safety. And and maybe maybe that's that's the thing is creating safe circles to to capture um, these experiences and use them to educate you know the rest of the sector to to, to really say like this is this is how how some of us are feeling and this is what you can do about it. definitely. Yeah, sure. anybody else?
6: yeah, I'd love to, I'd love to say something. So when I um started my career, I started in the fashion industry, which is very heavily dominated industry of women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and I went in um I've I've always grown up even with my parents like really supportive. I've always made to feel that I could do anything in the world like there was nothing, no limit, no Oh, you can't do this because of that. So that's the kind of mindset I went in. And I think one of the big things that shocked me um, was how um, women need to support women, Um, even in a really heavy female uh, dominated industry or company. I think it really shocked me to see how, how that wasn't happening as I expected it to. Um, and um, I think that really taught me that, you know, what kind of person I want to be. So I think one of the big things to add on to Kirsty's excellent points are, are that fem- females need to support each other because we can't, do it can't just be one of us. It needs to be
2: a tribe. <laughs> um, but yeah. That was, that was amazing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful plug. You can find it <laughs>
6: I work in marketing, can you tell? <laughs>
1: I, I think I think um, that, that's that's a really important thing. I mean, there there's some reprogramming that needs to happen uh, amongst some women, right? That that you know it can be trusting and collaborative, and we can help each other because um, when you, when you have a, a scarcity mindset, nobody wins actually. So I think, I think that's really, that's a really important message and, and how you get to change that mindset, how you get to, to serve other people. Actually, it's what you were all talking about. It starts from within it's your own work that changes your mindset in that area and allows you to start uh, changing behaviors. So I think more, more purpose uh, led women is going to definitely be the solution to that. I would really like to hear from actually all of you, but um, Rachel, because Rachel is a woman in finance and, and finance is one of those male dominated um, departments. So like, how, how do you get more of you in finance so that there's, there's better female leadership in that area?
3: Yeah, I guess kind of, I had a different view on it. So I never noticed like the male female divide until I walked into accountancy school and I walked into a class of like 80% males and 20% females and the females were sat there heads down, like didn't really communicate with each other. And obviously being a tomboy, I have no issue walking in, having a chat with the lads, playing football or anything like that. So to me, it was a bit bizarre. Um, But I guess a lot of females in the accounting sector, they just don't strive for that next level is what I've seen is they're kind of happy to tick off the boxes. And this is obviously a generalized kind of it's it's not everyone. Um, But for me, they just want to be in the sector and they've not really got the aspirations to grow. And I feel like that's because it's suppressed because of the male dominance. It's quite it's quite challenging. I remember in one of my previous roles, I think I was the first female accountant. So every meeting I walked into was all male. Um, and obviously challenges with clients and it's having that the ability to walk in and also the confidence to walk in and be like I can own this trying to not swear (laughs)
1: yeah I know I can we were not PG you can go all the way
3: (laughs) own (laughs) this shit as much as they can like I think to get people to that level it's proven that anyone can do it You you don't just have to be a male and supporting people and supporting people's ideas is what I always say to the accounting team here is come to me with your solutions, come to me with what you think, like have that power and knowledge to be able to say, actually, I think we should do it this way. And I think that's what's suppressed a- amongst females that won't show, show up with those ideas. Yeah. But you're right, it's very male dominated.
1: <laughs> Anybody else? I'm, I'm going to pick on one more person before I move on. Lady Carrie, you are often in... Yeah. You, if you're doing work with the executive team and the board that tends to be definitely male dominated so h- how do you hold your own and how do we get more women on boards
5: I have no idea um, but um <laughs> it is it is very uh, male dominating I think um this is probably the first company that I've worked for where, where there is a female sitting on the board. Um, but I think, I do feel that women do have a lot more passion um, and a, a lot more drive. So I think in the, in the coming years, we probably will see a lot more females sat on, on the board, um, which will be really exciting to see. And I think, I think Tribe is going to be one of those companies where you'll see more females than the males on the board. I think that's definitely one of Kevin's passions as well. Um, so yeah, I think watch this space. Uh,
1: I, I absolutely agree. I think, but you, you said the key answer, it's, it's gotta be about um, the leadership consciously appointing and seeking those, those advisors out for sure. And and I am sure we're gonna see Tribe lead, lead the way in that area. Thank you very much. Okay, so let's talk about International Women's Day 2022. Charlotte, can you tell us a little bit more about what's on for Tribe and Tribes members and Tribes franchisees and team, and Tribers, sorry, I'm getting there. Tribers for International Women's Day.
6: Yeah, of course. So we're super excited um, to be hosting an International Women's Day networking event on the 10th of March in the UK and the 11th of March in Spain. So we're going to be running this uh, globally uh, in our current studios. And what we've done is I've worked really closely with Natasha and I've worked really closely with our corporate sales uh, manager, Katie, um, to pull together corporate businesses uh, near our studios that don't know about us or maybe know about us but haven't tried us yet. Um, as well as our tribers um, to come together for an evening of working out together and then having a shake and some drinks afterwards and just talking with each other. Because, um, for example, our Manchester Circle Square studio is is in between student accommodation, young professional accommodation, as well as a a building of all professionals. Um, So we thought, what better way to bring all those kind of people and different parts of their journey together um, to do a workout together, to meet each other and maybe learn learn some really valuable lessons, meet some really interesting people, be able to network. You know, you never know who you're going to meet. Um, and we really wanted to use um, the class and the day um, to really bring everyone together and not just do it for International Women's Day. We really wanna continue doing this for women as well as mixed events. You know, we really wanna bring that corporate uh, element and the tribal element together and really use the studio as Kirsty said, to create a community um, where everyone's welcome and they're gonna not just get something out of the workup but they're gonna get something out of the experience.
1: I I think connection is so important and and really, really cool because, the 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 bigger your, your network the bigger your world and it really doesn't matter like a hierarchy doesn't matter where you're from doesn't matter like if if you if you really understand what people are about and what they and the impact that they want to have all of a sudden doors open that you never ever expected so I, I really really just love that that you're facilitating this and um we're also we're also doing something as as WEFA yes, to help the trivers we're um we're offering six months of wefa membership so that you can continue to expand your your membership and um you can participate in the gender equity sur- uh, survey for the fitness sector that's being distributed worldwide so that we can have a, a collective voice and opinion on this feedback to the sector which is super important.
6: Yeah and if those that can't attend the event on the 10th and 11th will be running a virtual event along with WeFA uh, for everyone that wants to attend as and if they do that they will also get six months worth of membership. Yep. So we're really excited for the partnership and I think we're really excited to, to spread the word of, of WeFA and get everyone involved because we, we as Kirstie said we believe really strongly in it. We want to share I think what's also really great is that um, when you're when you're doing a workout, um, you're kind of all on the same level. So usually you step into networking events and you're a bit scared to talk to maybe really like, important people or people that you really aspire to. So I think doing a workout before that kind of breaks the ice, doesn't it? Because you're all working out together and then you feel really great about talking to each other. So we really thought that element uh, brought something special to, to the whole networking process.
1: I, I really think you're bang on with that. Like I've, I've had lots of discussions over the years about like the barriers that sometimes prevent people from starting exercise. And one of the, one of the barriers is actually like the people that we present ourselves as out into the world um, has a lot to do with like how we dress ourselves and how we position ourselves. And to a certain extent, that, that's all a bit of armor, right? And when you're in your gym clothes, there is no armor. No, no, no. Everybody is the same. And it's the beautiful thing, but it's also like that can be a barrier for people to shed, to, to take the step to actually exercise. So uh, I, I, I know I don't have to sell uh, the WIFA audience on the importance of exercise, but it, like, it, I, I think that that is going to be a magic element for your for your networking is nobody's wearing armor. Everybody stinks a little bit and they're gonna get to, you know, they're gonna get to know each other. <laughs> and it's okay because everyone stinks. When everyone stinks, no one stinks, right?
6: I was <laughs> saying we sweat together is is very literal.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. We all do it. Okay, so um, I would like to wrap up our podcast today with some rapid fire questions, which you all got a little little preview uh, to. And I uh, wanna make sure that our listeners know how to get in touch with uh, Tribe if they have any questions, if they wanna franchise, if they wanna work out, whatever. Um, so first rapid fire and then how to get in touch. So I am going to start with Rachel. Okay, you have a choice. This is your dilemma. Every time you touch something, you stick to that thing. Or uh, every time you see someone with a pair of glasses, you have to walk up and fog it. Fog the glasses. Fog the glasses, yes. Sticking is just not okay. All right, Uh, Anna. You, here's your dilemma. Any time you see something, you see someone eating, you ask for a bite. Or every time you walk across the, the street at an intersection that you have to, um, you have to be like the traffic officer. You have to tell the traffic what to do.:
4: Wow, that's a tricky one. Yeah, because sometimes I will do the second one, and sometimes I will do the first one. <laughs> Probably, uh, I think the second one,
1: the the
4: I I prefer to have a little bit more control than ask for help.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Okay, Charlotte, you're next. You can either only like get together with people on Sunday morning between seven and ten. Or if you see someone with bare feet, you have to give them a massage.
6: <laughs> no, <laughs> don't want to touch people's feet. So I think <laughs> I'll just be social on Sunday mornings. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. All right, Natasha. This is sort of like a like you have to have a okay we're there (laughs) or your farts are visible or you have to sleep three nights a week with with your in-laws i'd have to go with the first one (laughs) you're gonna have to go with (laughs) visible farts why not again we all sweat we all fart right (laughs) Okay, Kirsty, here we are. Um, you will either start every conversation uh, with, the, with the subject of fishing, or you only have one tooth. I think this is a little too easy.
2: Yeah, we're going to go
1: with the fishes. <laughs> we're going to go with the fishes. Okay. So, Lady Carrie. If you open your fridge bats fly out or you have to take a sip of the bottom of the the toilet uh brush bin. oh uh, and the
5: bats definitely
1: yeah i would i would also go for the bats. <laughs> excellent well now that we've gotten through dilemmas and we've learned even more about Charlotte and her feelings about bare feet. <laughs> can you can you tell us how to get in touch with with Tribe if someone's more uh, interested in learning more?
6: No problem at all. So, um, if you're interested in learning more about Tribe, um, about franchising, Kirsty, tell me if I'm wrong, but it's franchise at tribe.co.uk. Go on. There we go. If you would like to get in touch about marketing, it's marketing at tribe.co.uk. If you are local to one of our studios and want to attend one of our events, please pop in and speak to our store team. And we've also got our Instagram pages, Tribe International and Tribe ES, if you want to get in touch with us online and share your experiences.
2: Wonderful. That That was perfect.
1: (laughs) 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 Well, that is a wrap for this episode of Weefa Waves. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time.
4: Thank you. Bye. Thank you so Thank much.
1: You. Start at the beginning. Start with you. WeFa Lead. Leadership through elevation, awareness, and discovery. In a nutshell, it's 13 weeks plus you, a partner, and a community going on an intensely supported personal deep dive into who we are, why we're here, and how we are going to make the biggest impact possible. Sound Big? It's a completely transformational program that we recommend for everyone, no matter the age, experience, or background. Join us for the next edition of the WeFA Lead Program.